0: You're listening to Two Smart Assets with Chris Thompson and Danny Nichols. This is your source for passive investing in real estate syndications. It's time for us to gain knowledge and take action. So let's go. Hey, welcome back. Uh, I'm your host, Danny, and with uh, my co host, Chris. Chris, what's up, man? Doing all right? Man, I'm doing pretty good, Danny. How are you today? Man, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, dude. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's a good day because, you know, we're recording uh, uh, some episodes. So uh, it's a good birthday and, uh, you know, I always get to hang out with my friends, hang out with you. So it uh, makes it extra special. Appreciate that. So um, how's your week been? Man, it's been uh, been pretty good. I closed on uh, yet another
1: house on Friday. So it's a Congratulations. Good, way to, good way to go into the weekend. So,
0: absolutely. you know, same old, same old. Cool, cool, cool. Excellent. Well, I guess we can go ahead and start dive into this episode. So today, you know, we're going to be talking about um, just getting started in, uh, you know, investing in syndications with no experience. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody has a time where they've had no experience doing something, whether it's investing or a job or whatever. There's always a beginning. Right. And, uh, you know, that happened for us with uh, real estate investing, you know, um, there was a time we didn't have any single family homes and then that's kind of what we started out with, you know, jumping into single family, uh, residential rentals. And, um, we kind of figured that was going to be it, you know, I mean, that was, we seen the path before other people do it and, uh, Seemed like a good idea. Know? Yeah. Let's, let's try our hand at this. And, and so we did. And, you know, it, it worked out pretty nice. Got a very modest portfolio of cash, cash flowing rental properties. But, um, you know, it, at the time really I thought, you know, this is it, this is, you know, this is how we're going to make it. This is probably the, this might, not saying this is the best we can do, but maybe it is, you know? Um, so that's kind of as far as my vision took us, you know, or at least took me. And then, uh, cause it, really for me, um, investing in like large multifamily properties, something like apartment complexes or just anything like that, you know, just seemed completely out of the question. I, uh, I, I, I couldn't see myself doing that. A because I didn't have enough capital to buy an apartment complex. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have enough capital for that. I'm buying single-family homes. Sure, they're not. You have to have money to put down, but you know, there's no way I can invest in an apartment complex. And then also, I had no experience, right? I mean, obviously, you always begin with no experience, but doing having taking down a such a large project uh, on your own is is seems very daunting. And you know, taking it by taking it down by yourself is virtually impossible. You have to build a team, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on that? When you kind of first got into real estate investing, did you, did you see yourself moving into large multifamily or was it kind of like, Oh, Hey, we're just going to stick here. Maybe do some flips, do some single family rentals. What did that look like? To, to, to be honest, uh, to be honest, syndicating
1: wasn't even uh, on my radar. Uh, in fact, I probably hadn't even heard the word at the time. Um, you know, and like you were saying, like, I think we, we didn't know that we weren't thinking big enough. And so, you know, real estate's obviously a, a, an incredible vehicle to, to growing your own personal wealth. But after we started doing it for a few times, we realized it wasn't doing it as fast as we wanted to. And so it made us, you know, expand our outlook and and to figure out what could actually generate that. How can, how can we scale this up a little bit more? And then that moved into, you know, small multifamily deals. And again, we weren't thinking big enough and it was just, they're all good ways in their own. Uh, they're all, they're all great methods, but it just didn't work for us. They didn't work for us like we wanted them to work until we all of a sudden discovered just the term syndication. And like you're saying, being able to invest in something, being able to invest in something that I wouldn't have normally been able to just by myself and just being by ourselves. We're limited to just these small one-off properties and, and that'll hold us over until we get the next one. And it just wasn't working. It wasn't working like we needed it to, and then all of a sudden we realized there's this whole class of people that are just pooling their money together and buying big deals. And basically, all it did was we didn't really increase our percentage; we're just increasing the size
0: of the pie. Right. So, I mean, that's just kind of so so so. Yeah, absolutely. So, so talk, I want to talk about that for a second. So, you know, you're sitting here, you're investing in single family homes or you're doing whatever you're doing in real estate. You know, you're an agent, all this stuff, you're doing these different things. Um, tell me a little bit about how you even found out about syndication. What, what did that, when did that happen? How did that occur? Like, you, you know, I mean, as most things happen, sometimes you just stumble on something. I mean, is there something you're, I mean, how did you even find out about syndication?
1: Uh, to be perfectly honest, man, it was uh basically getting a, getting an email floated past me it was at a Brad Sumrock apartment syndication conference and that's when I realized it was this enormous thing and that was you know uh, we went ahead and shelled out a little bit of money just for those tickets and run down to Dallas and that's when like that world really opened up to me I didn't realize how really how doable This stuff was because it seems like if we talk about buying a hotel or if we talk about buying like an apartment complex that just seems so daunting, but they they're able to package it in such a way, you know, and getting, you know, as soon as you get a good team together where everybody has their own strong points, um, it really chunks it down to this manageable feat. And that has just an amazing payoff in the end. Uh, and, and when I say payoff, I mean like multiple levels. Like, yeah, we're going to make a, a, good chunk of me- a good chunk of money off this. But there's huge tax benefits that we're actually receiving from this. Uh, but at the same time, I think most importantly, like we're providing really good housing for others. And so right. there's, there's a lot of really good benefits to this. I mean, we were already providing really good housing for others, you know, in our single family homes. But now we can do it on a much larger scale. And that's kind of, I think that's kind of like my first real, uh, that was me dipping my toes in.
0: You know, we, we attended that, uh, that conference together and, uh, there's one thing that really stood out to me and it kind of, I think it stood out to both of us really, uh, cause you know, we have a, a modest portfolio of single family homes, nothing crazy, you know, uh, but, uh, you know, we're sitting there and the host, he asked the audience, you know, how many people have you know, invested in real estate before. And, you know, almost everybody stands raise their mm-hmm. hands, right? You know, everybody raised their hands. And the next people like, well, how many of you have, you know, 10 properties, you know, raise your mm-hmm. hand whatever. And then the uh, next, how many have over a th- hundred doors? And, you know, a lot of people stood up and a lot of people, stood a up. lot of people stood up and uh, there, and there was, how many people do you think were in that, in that audience? Maybe well, a over thousand? a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of people stood up and it kind of was a kick in the pants for me. I mean, personally, you know, and I don't know how you felt about it, but no, and not necessarily small
1: fish in a big pond right there. Yeah.
0: And not necessarily having a hundred doors means anything because you could have, you know, a hundred doors of a terrible property. Right. You know, but, uh, um, for the most part, we're thinking, man, you know, exactly. I mean, small fish really. And it, it was really an eye opener, but, um, that was a great comment, by the way. Uh, uh, it was good to good to be there and be around those uh, like minded investors and really just get kind of get the toes wet there. But um, so going back, um, uh, you know, for me, finding out uh, first time I heard about syndications was, you know, I'm listening to podcasts daily. I mean, I've been listening to podcasts daily for a while just because I like podcasts. Uh, I drive a lot, so there's a lot of time for me to listen to podcasts. And so I'm listening to Bigger Pockets, like I always do. And, you know, they, have a, they run the gamut of real estate investing, single family homes, mobile home investing, all sorts of stuff, Burr Method, flips. Um, they just kind of cover it all. And uh, one of the episodes was about syndication. And I had never even heard of uh, really real estate investing syndication, you know, never didn't know anything about it. And, uh, you know, actually, I, I heard that, that episode and uh, I was like, oh, that's cool. But it didn't really hit me. Mm-hmm. But then I kept hearing more episodes about it, you know, and I'm like, man, this is what, what is going on here, you know, and people start talking about it. And then you start moving on to other podcasts. And then before you know it, you're in just podcasts for syndication, you know, and I'm like, there's this whole new world out here yep. that I didn't even know about. So um, that's kind of how I kind of how <laughs> go ahead, please. Yeah, no, that's kind of how I heard about it is, is it kind of just stumped. I don't want to say stumbled Stum, stumbled on it, but it was—I didn't anticipate that happening. But I was glad that it did because it opened up a whole new world for me, you know. And the the thing is, is that you know you hear about these syndications, and you're like, man, I could get into these large multifamily properties. That limiting belief I had before that you know I'm not going to be able to get into these these type of properties, just because based on the type of investor I am currently, um, you know. But now I can get into these. You know, there's potential for me to get into these kind of deals. That I mean, you know you start educating yourself and you start reading on large multifamily properties and and the benefits and, you know, the risk mitigation and stuff like that. And these are things that, tax benefits, you know, these are things that, man, we should be, we should look into this quite a bit more, you know, and that, and that's kind of what sparked that, you know, and is, and the key to the whole thing and, you know, to being where we are today, um, or just, just anybody, the key to it is, you know, getting educated, Right. Mm-hmm. getting educated, building that foundation of knowledge, uh, in whatever area it is, and then taking action on it. Right. So, um, it's kind of what we're going to move into now is like, you know, um, we found out about syndications, but, uh, so, so for our passive investors, uh, you know, maybe you're new to new to, um, the space in general. Um, well, how do you even find out about syndications? You know, say if you're somebody who hasn't heard about syndication before or say you've heard about them, but you want to learn more. So, um, mm-hmm. what's a good place to maybe like start with, you well, know, well, finding like, more stuff. Like you said, uh, biggerpockets.com. Like they have just
1: a, a, a crazy amount of, they're just a great source for all things investing in all things syndication. But, um, I mean, it really just, uh, like, really, you should reach out. Go research just even uh, Googling uh, uh, syndicators, uh, apartment syndicators, whatever. will just make a list of all the people that you can come across, and there's also directories out there that show you, uh, you know, active syndicating uh, companies and teams. But uh, basically, just start reaching out to them. Do your research on them. You know, uh, see, see where they're actually participating. Uh, what markets, uh, what markets and what geographic regions they're actually participating, what asset class they're participating in and see, you know, how that might align with your goals and your interest. Uh, but then reach out to those guys and uh, it's real easy to sign up on everybody's websites, you know, answer a couple, um, just a couple introductory questions. And basically they'll set up a time where you can call them or they'll call you and just start to form that relationship, which is also necessary. Uh, you know, for uh, capital raising reasons, you know, just, but start there, ask them questions, uh, feel them out, see what they're doing and see if you're, see if your interests and your goals can align with them because as much as you want to interview them to make sure they're right for you, they're going to interview you to make sure you're right for them. And, but then go across the board, talk to everyone you can. Like that's the, I think that's the first and easiest step to getting started is, Start talking to people, go to the meetups, go to your local re meetups. Uh, you know, I it was meeting guys just this week on my local meetup. So, I mean, just, just go start talking to people, feel them out, do your research. And like you said before, like education is first and foremost, like you need to know what you're up against because this is, this is no easy feat and it's going to take a, a, an army or a really good team of people to really push your deal through. And there's going to be easy deals can be hard deals, but, you got to make sure your team is great. And that all starts with that initial relationship building moment where you're reaching out to them and establishing that contact and just see how they are. And know, you guys, you got to trust them too. And that's your due, that's your due diligence. You know, you want to make sure you know who you're investing with and make sure they're going to be a good steward, steward for your money. Right. Meet Absolutely. And, that, and
0: talk. I totally I totally agree and you got to get out there and you got to get yourself educated and you do have to talk to people and uh, I kind of want to back up a little bit go back to bigger pockets you know one of the one of the best things about bigger pockets is, is if you go on there you can search just through the articles the, the the articles that have been written on there they like I said they run all sorts, they put all sorts of stuff on there but if you just go type in syndications you're gonna see it A list of articles regarding this, you know, and Mm -hmm. you can, you can really gain a lot of information very easily just by one website, you know, just going there, reading those articles. And then another great thing is, is if you go onto the forums and just type in multifamily or syndications or, you know, whatever, really whatever you're looking for in regards to real estate investing, it's very likely that somebody else has already asked the question that you're asking. Yep. You know, so you can go in and you can look at, you know, the history of questions or just even topics that have been discussed regarding whatever area you're interested in, say, you know, we're talking about syndications and uh, it's like I said, it's very likely that you're going to see um, a question similar to yours already asked. And it'll have, you know, a rundown of people who have responded to this. And a lot of times in my experience, I don't know about your experience, but I found a lot of great responses to uh, some of the topics that have been brought up some of the questions, you know, and you go in there and it's like, man, there's a lot of value in here. And uh, I think that's, that's probably one of the best ways to start, at least for me, you know, going on there and you can actually dig deep into this stuff. You can spend hours on there days, just reading this stuff. So I think that's a great way. Um, another great way I think is is podcasts. You know, uh, you can spend all day on bigger pockets, and it's great. But listen to bo- listen to podcasts. Listen to bigger pockets podcast. Listen, you know, move into there. Listen to listen to um, you know podcasts that deal specifically with syndications. You know, if you're look if you're trying to get into passive investing in syndications, a uh, great way to get information and learn about what these people are doing is podcasts. You know, you're driving. You can listen to it, whatever. It's, it's very easy to get a lot of great information from there. And I found personally for me, podcast has been huge. It's I mean, huge. And, it's a, it, it,
1: and that's a kind of a passive investment in yourself in anyway, right? You are just sitting back, hanging out, absorbing
0: information. I mean, Absolute, really absolutely. Absolutely. So highly recommend, uh, listening to the podcast. Um, if you have any questions about, you know, um, what podcasts I listen to, you can email us, uh, no problem. You know, there's plenty of them out there. It's, it's very easy to find back. Actually, you could just Google them if you wanted to. Um, another, another great resource for these, like you mentioned before. And I think, I think this is actually really key is uh, meetups, whether it's a local meetup or a conference or a seminar or something. That's maybe not, maybe not local, but you know, starting with your local meetup, you might go to your, your RIA, And they might not discuss syndication, technically just syndications. And you might not even have a multifamily uh, meetup in your area, but you're more than likely going to find maybe probably going to find somebody in there who has some interest in that, you know, and you can start talking to people, making connections. And, and it's a good way to get started and, uh, you know, kind of put yourself in the arena and then you can expand out and go into, you know, conferences. These syndicators are actually putting on conferences and you go in there and you can network with other passive investors, because there's plenty of passive investors going to these things. Sure, there's a lot of active investors in there, but going in there and talking to the active investors is only gonna make you a better investor in general, whether you're trying to be, you know, passive or active, you know. Mm-hmm. So being able to go in there and go to these these different conferences, I think is is very important and it should not be overlooked. And like I said, this applies for both passive and active people. If you're looking to be only passive, don't think going to these events is just, you don't need to do it. You know, because we've found personally, we've, we've attended a number of events uh, recently and they've been very beneficial just for passive investing, learning how these things are going, talking with people who are actually doing this and getting to know them and, you know, building this foundation of trust and this foundation of knowledge and that kind of goes to another point. Going to these these conferences is, is being immersed in this this type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you know you want to learn a new language. Well, sure, you could sit here and listen to an audiobook all day, or you could go to that country, or just surround yourself with people who are speaking that language. You're going to learn a lot faster. You're going to you gain to a lot more, more knowledge. That. So going to these conferences, networking, building. Uh, you know, relationships with these people is uh, is going to make you a better passive investor and an active investor, obviously. But if you're looking to just be passive, this shouldn't this should not be overlooked. You shouldn't just discard this as oh, this is only for active people. That's that's not the case. And uh, I think um, I think it's pretty important to do that. What do you think about that? No, I I really don't think I could agree more. Uh, you got to.
1: I mean, first and foremost, you want to know who you're going to invest with and you just need to talk to people and whether you invest with the next guy you talk to, like your network expands exponentially, the more people you talk to because their network becomes your network. And so, I mean, just, you got to make those connections and talk to someone you're bound to find someone who's like-minded and who might have someone that they know that their go-to is that they might be able to connect you with. Um, Yeah. Just get out there and talk to people. Uh, you need to be active. Uh, as much as you want to invest passively, you need to be actively marketing yourself and seeing what's out there and seeing what those, uh, those teams and those syndicators have to offer and how that might align with you. Um, I mean, you, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna, if you want to reach your end goal, you need to make sure that you do everything you can to protect, you know, your, to protect yourself and, you're going to do that by feeling these people out and just seeing how they are.
0: So, so let's, let's talk about this for a second. So say you're a pass, you're a sole pass investor. That's all you want to do. And Mm -hmm. you've attended, you've attended your local meetups. You listen to podcasts, you've been on bigger pockets, you're 10 local meetups and you've hit a few, um, conferences, maybe in different markets, you know, Mm -hmm. provided by these syndicators. Do you think that's kind of like, all right, I've done all that. Um, you know, I'm looking to, to invest uh, passively in a deal and you've already talked to syndicators, you know, you've vetted them and stuff like that. You think it's a good time to take action or do you think you should still do more stuff in order before you pull that trigger? Well, I think immediately there's, there's still a lot more to do. Uh, You need to figure out, okay, let's
1: say you've narrowed it down to the syndicator, uh, the the syndicator that you actually want to go with. And you decide, all right, these guys are going to help me get, you know, to the promised land. Well, then now you got to figure out those guys are, those guys probably have a, uh, have a, uh, a diversified portfolio of the things that they're working in right now. And so now you need to go see like, all right, you figured out who you're going to work with. Now you want to figure out which deal are they doing that you want to get in on. And so you, again, you need to figure out, you know, what asset classes are they, are they uh, participating in and where are those, and you need to make sure, you know, and, and even through then you need to look at their, uh, their pro formas and their PPMs and see again, like what aligns, you know, you need to make sure that your money's going to work for you. And they might have, if they have more than one deal, well, now you have more than one choice to make, you know, which one is going to be the better one to fit your needs and your goals. So you actually still have more work to do. Once you figured out the, per- the people who you're going to work with, you get to figure out what they're doing that you like. So Absolutely. that's gonna require just looking at more of those reports and uh and going back and looking at their track record. Look and see the 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 old deals that they've done and how their how their assumptions were made and how accurate those assumption those assumptions were when the deal actually came to fruition and everything was executed, like how good were they? Um, you know, and are they uh are they aggressive or are they more conservative? And what is your goal like? You know, and so you really got to look at their past deals to see the, the things that they've had to overcome. Uh, so that way, again, it's going to give you some peace of mind, you know, at night when you go to sleep, knowing that these guys did everything they could on the last deal, something went sour and they had to overcome it. You need to have that confidence that if your deal that you're in right now, if something happens that they're going to, I mean, their necks are on the line too. And you want to make sure that they're protecting themselves and everyone and yourself included. So I mean, got a lot of stuff to do.
0: So there's some legwork, but it really when it comes down to it, if you gain the tr- if you've you know aligned yourself with uh uh a certain uh, syndicator and you've done your research on the market and stuff like that, it's probably you don't you don't necessarily need to be going to um, doing all this stuff. If you found something you you believe in, you feel like it's gonna be a good deal, pull the trigger, invest in it. You know, if you've got the funds, if you're looking to get into this space, uh then now it's paralysis thing is it's very real, you know. Mm-hmm. It's happened to sure. to most people, but um, I think there's a there's a time to realize if you really want to get to this, and if you've done you've done the legwork, then in, if you're wanting to actually be a part of it, go ahead, pull the trigger. Yeah, when you um, when you've
1: reached a certain comfort level, then then go ahead and go for it.
0: Right, and the thing is, too, we're talking about people with no experience, right? So make sure you don't have to have experience actually doing this stuff in these in these syndications, but to be educated about what you're investing in is always gonna be important, right? Uh, so, um, if you don't have experience with, you know, multifamily or syndication in general, um, you know, it's good, to, it's good to learn these things, it's good to talk to these people, good to get educated before you make that investment. And, and this is a good way, These, but these type of things, getting educated, talking to these people is going to be the best way to get into to investing in syndications with no experience, right? This is, this is the way to get started. So we highly recommend this. Um, I think that, like I said, it shouldn't be overlooked to immerse yourself in this kind of, kind of go not necessarily all in, but, you know, really dive deep into this and, you know, spend some time building those relationships and be patient. You know, this is not going to come overnight. There's a lot of information here and there's a lot of stuff to look at and there's a lot of stuff to pay attention to. So be patient. Um, You know, you might, think you have something lined up and then all of a sudden for some reason it doesn't work out. Right. Mm-hmm. So pay attention to what you're doing, be patient, keep getting educated. So when the right opportunity does come across, you'll be ready. You'll be ready to strike. And then, uh, and then you'll have that experience. You know, it's always that first deal, right? I mean, you remember uh, doing the first real estate investing deal is, you didn't have any knowledge before that. So there's a lot of anxiety that comes with that first deal. It can be a little intimidating, you know, and, um, you know, before we invested passively in the the first, uh, syndication, you know, at first you're like, Oh man, this is, this is crazy. There's a lot of stuff here and Mm -hmm. you know, you got to evaluate a lot of different things and talk to a lot of people, but really, uh, the crazy thing is, is once you do it one time, the rest of the times, it's far less scary. And actually it's quite a bit easier. I mean, you do a lot of legwork and then you kind of have a system built in place and you know what you like, and you know, who you trust. And after that, it's, it's very easy to do the next one. Right. I yeah. mean, um, to, to be able to pull that trigger, you like the market, you look at, you know, you trust the syndicator, you like the market, the deal looks good. Okay. You got the funds, invest them, right? Cause, uh, Go for uh it. but it's that first one. It's the first one that always trips you up. And, um, I mean it, it, it held me up for a little while at first, but uh after that, it wasn't a big deal, so yeah, I think the, um, the first one the first one there's always this the the anxiety and
1: the anticipation of it you finally pushing the button and pulling the trigger there. but then after that first one there was there was so much downtime in, in just anticipating that that execution, and then now that the first one's done, the next one can't come fast enough. And, it, and so, yeah, just expand your mindset, you know, live a little bit outside your comfort zone, but then you'll get comfortable with it. You know, once you're doing all your research and then now, now you're just waiting for the next one to come along. We're always waiting for the next one. I'm ready. You know, so.
0: <laughs> it's kind of exciting. Yeah. yeah and no, it's awesome. But you're very right. You know, we could do a whole episode on limiting beliefs and kind of being, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. You know, we, we, I think we battle with that daily. Really. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of, you, you got to push yourself if you want to grow. But uh, I mean, we could do a whole episode on that. We'll, we, won't, we don't have to talk about that during this episode. But, um, so really in my experience, those are the best ways to get started, uh, investing in syndications passively as a passive investor. Do you have anything you want to add to that, Chris, before we uh, get out of here? No, I mean, I think, I think you kind of hit it there.
1: Um, I, I think the main thing, the main focus is you got to talk to others. You got to talk to as many people as you can stomach. Um, just get out there, do a little bit every day. That's going to move you just a little bit closer to your goals. Uh, kind of the compound effect. I mean, just keep talking to people. That's really the best piece of advice I think I can come up with. Cause there's a lot of things that you haven't thought about. And, and there's a lot of questions you might have that other people already have, uh, or that those same questions that, uh, that have already been answered. But when you start getting around like-minded people, you have no idea what you don't know. And with those people, they're going to have crazy questions that you didn't even consider. And so again, just talking to people because you know, there's a lot of knowledge out there and you don't know what this guy knows. So go ask him.
0: Perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, Hey Chris, before we get out of here, i want to ask you a one final question. Uh, What's up? give us one way you're investing in yourself right now. Like what, what are you, how are you investing in yourself these days recently? So
1: right now, uh, right now it's all about education. It is consume as much as you can, whether it's books, whether it's a podcast, whether it's talking to others, you need to absorb as much as you can. And then once you're actually uh, talking different syndicators, look at those deals, look at the deals that they've done. And so you can start getting used to seeing what a deal looks like and you'll, be better versed at when something finally comes across your desk, you're not sitting there staring at it for four hours that you can look at it. And within just a few minutes, you can understand, okay, this is a good deal or no, this dear, deal is terrible and you can just move on. So educate I mean the, the best way to invest in yourself is literally just educate yourself every day. Perfect. That way everything starts to come a little bit easier and a little bit faster.
0: That's perfect. And I love that advice. What's, what's the one thing that you're actually doing though? Like, are you reading a book? Are you, are you focused on one thing and in you're investing, whether it's, it, uh, it's- It's hard to say one thing, but I mean, it's uh, meeting people.
1: Just go out and meet people, talk networking. to others. Networking. Been,
0: you've been spending a lot of time doing that
1: recently. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about meeting others. Cool man, cool man.
0: I couldn't agree more. You know, and uh, doing that—if you can focus on doing that, building that network, and you and going out and talking to people, and and making those connections—it's it, massive.
1: It's going to—it's going to
0: change 100%. You know, it's going to be a game changer. And y- not only—really—you sh- you can't do this alone. But yep. even more than that, you shouldn't. You, you know, really you should be doing this with other people. You should leverage other people. You should be building a team and, and making that a point in your investing, whether you're investing passively or, or you're an active investor, you know, passive investors, you need to build a team too. Cause if you're investing passively, you're going to have to know the syndicators. You're going to have to, you know, you're gonna have to talk to your CPA, all this other things. Like there's a lot of things in there that you need to have in place. So um, recognize I think if, that. If you want your money to work for you, you got to work for your money a little bit. So Absolutely. get out there. Couldn't have said it better. Couldn't have said it better. All right, Chris, well, that's all the time we have for today. And uh, appreciate talking to you, uh, as always. And then uh, we'll see you on the next show. Hey, man, I'll catch you later. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. Head over to iTunes to subscribe to the show. And while you're there, we really appreciate you leaving a rating and written review. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to hear on the show, connect with us on social media or through our website at twosmartassets.com. We look forward to speaking to each and every one of you. Talk to you soon.